0: This is Not
1: Your Century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. In the 1980 presidential election, most labor unions supported the incumbent Democrat, Jimmy Carter. But the Republican challenger, Ronald Reagan, he did get the endorsement of one union that he'd courted, PATCO. It was a government union the Professional Air Traffic Controllers Organization. Now, a little over six months into his first term, Reagan and Pat Coe were fighting. The air traffic controllers were negotiating a new contract with the Federal Aviation Administration. They wanted a raise and a shorter work week because of the incredible stresses of their job. The package they were asking for was worth $770 million. The FAA's offer? $40 million. On August 3rd, 1981, PACCO went out on strike. 17,000 air traffic controllers hit the picket lines. Congress had made it illegal for government unions like PACCO to strike back in 1955, and the Supreme Court upheld that law in 1971. So that morning, President Reagan made an announcement.
0: I must tell those who fail to report for duty this morning, they are in violation of the law, And if they do not report for work within 48 hours, they have forfeited their jobs and will be terminated.
1: The moment of truth was August 5th, 1981, Reagan's deadline for controllers to return to work or be fired. Some of them showed up for their shifts on that Thursday morning, but the majority called the president's bluff. They stayed out. And a little after 8 a.m., the administration began mailing out dismissal notices. More than 11,000 air traffic controllers would not only be fired, they'd be banned for life from working for the federal government. It was crippling for the nation's air traffic. Less than half the flights were taking off that day, even though supervisors, non-striking air traffic controllers, and military personnel replaced some of the striking workers. Airlines said they were losing millions of dollars a day. The administration said it would return to the negotiating table, only if the striking workers returned to their jobs first. The head of the union said that would never happen. And it didn't. In October, the union was decertified. It was a major victory for Reagan, who wanted to stand tough, not just for domestic reasons, but to let the Soviet Union know that he wouldn't knuckle under when the stakes got high. And it was a huge blow to the labor movement. Reagan had created a blueprint for breaking a strike and breaking a union. Bringing in replacement strike workers, scabs, became more common after the PATCO strike. Businesses got more aggressive in bargaining, with breaking the labor union often becoming a clear goal. Strikes and union membership have plummeted since 1981. That's happened for a variety of reasons, not just because of the air traffic controller's strike, but it was a milestone, a turning point. The Republican Party, which has used Reagan as a North Star since his presidency, has long been unambiguously anti-union. But the funny thing, the forgotten thing, is that Reagan wasn't. He was a union man. And beyond that, he was a union leader. As an actor, he'd been elected president of the Screen Actors Guild for seven one-year terms, from 1947 to 53, and then again in 59. Let me make one thing plain.
0: I respect the right of workers in the private sector to strike. Indeed, as president of my own union, I led the first strike ever called by that union. I guess I'm maybe the first one to ever hold this office who is a lifetime member of an AFL-CIO union.
1: Reagan's argument was that there was a difference between a private sector union and one that represented government workers who helped keep the public safe. He won that argument. Some of the fired workers were allowed to reapply for air traffic controller jobs starting in 1986, and the ban on government employment was lifted for all of them by President Clinton in 1993. But only a few hundred ever returned to their jobs. It took a decade for the nation's control towers to return to the staffing level before the strike. This has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Audrey Cooper, editor-in-chief. Get great journalism today at sfchronicle.com. I'm King Kaufman. Talk to me on Twitter at King underscore Kaufman. We now return you to your century.